So you've got a podcast or an idea for a podcast or no ideas yet, but you want to start a podcast. Whatever stage you're at, G Media Solutions is here to help you take your podcast to the next level. We are a podcast production company based in Atlanta that specializes in audio recording, video live streaming, and all the elements you need to make your podcast thrive. To fulfill your podcast needs, contact us on Facebook and or Instagram at G Media ATL. Before the start of this episode, I wanted to tell you about another podcast that I am producing for my friend Aisha. It's called the Botanica Podcast. I wonder what she thinks of that pronunciation. But anyway, <laughs> uh, here's a trailer for the podcast. You can subscribe to it uh, anywhere you get your podcast, just like ours. Here it is. Oh. Welcome to the Botanica Podcast. This is your host, Aisha. Listen in as we discuss topics like love, health, sex, relationships, and even alternative medicine. We stream live every Sunday at 8 on Facebook. Listen to the Botanica Podcast on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to stop by our Botanica every Sunday. We have a lot to share. There's another podcast I want to tell you guys about. It's called The Barber and the Bartender. There's a barber, there's a bartender, and they talk about pop culture, sports, music. And of course, because one of them's a bartender, there's going to be a drink of the day and he'll give you a little history on different libations. So uh, tune into The Barber and the Bartender on Spotify, Apple Podcast. They're on Facebook. Here's the trailer for their podcast. Come to my chair, you catch a fade or get a taste. This shit gonna hurt tomorrow. Mm-mm. But it tastes good today. It's gonna hurt right now. I'm at the bar mixing up drinks and conversation. Yeah, no, I'm just a part-time dirtbag. Don't do that. You're a superstar. Yeah, we the ones you talk to and we your favorite. I'm a barber. You know what I'm saying? Niggas, got their, niggas put it got their permanent hair, I know. You know what I'm saying? I just said I, that's I, my I, hero. You gonna hold him on the perm? First of all, niggas that have nappy hair, put permanent <laughs> hair, have baby hair. It's the barber and the bartender, the best podcast in the nation. Man, I have one. Hey, hey, hey. Get done. Get done. Get done. Cheers! Hello and welcome to By the Time You Hear This Podcast. I'm Greg. And we're doing another throwback episode this week. We're going back to 2020 and episode 123, episode 123, Billy never put out the album. We had Abe on for this one, and uh, we talked about one of the worst films uh, of all time. And that's just not our opinion. That is a lot of movie critics' opinions. That is a lot of fans of the recording artist that was featured in this film. And we're talking about the film Glitter. It was basically a, uh, a Star is Born ripoff starring Mariah Carey. And uh, it was bad. The whole film is just terrible. So <laughs> we, had to, we had to make a lot of jokes about it. It is just awful. It was an hour and a half or however many minutes. It actually is just of awfulness. And there are a lot of things wrong with it. And combine that with the soundtrack wasn't that great. 
compared to what Mariah Carey had previously done up to that point. So the soundtrack wasn't that good. It was all over the place. Was it supposed to be more 80s oriented or or what? I don't know. It was all over the place. The timing of the film, this was 2001. I believe the soundtrack came out on September 11th, 2001. So that was, it was bad timing in that regard. Then the film is just not good. And we didn't see Mariah do too many movies or TV shows after that. I think she she was in Precious, had a small role in that. She may have done a couple of other films, but this was not a good result. This was a time of putting recording artists in films. Let's give them a movie. So this was not a good result in that case. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you have lots of laughs like we did in watching it and in talking about it. So this is episode 123. Billy never put out the album and we'll be back with another episode sooner than later. Peace. I uh, somehow convinced uh, Ben and Abe to uh, suffer through watching this film. <laughs> I mean, it's not that bad when you start making your own jokes, right? So like, that's the point. <laughs> when you when you when you become awful, and I'm going to be awful doing this whole show, it, it's actually pretty funny. All right, so we're talking about the movie Glitter, um, the Mariah Carey vehicle. I the guess you Citizen might say. Kane of, 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 <laughs> <laughs> of musical movies. <laughs> Step back five heartbeats. <laughs> Hold your horses. Temptations from DET. We got glitter. So glitter came out in 2001. Um, uh, as on the last episode where Ben said he was a fan of Vondi Curtis Hall. Not anymore. <laughs> I let him know that, you know, he directed glitter. right? <laughs> Not what anymore. What else did he direct? I don't know. And I don't want to know. Okay. Oh, we're going to find out right now. It felt like this was his first film, and it felt like everyone who made it, this was their first, this was their learning curve. And some of them didn't make it all, man. Some people you see, like, um, I watched it on my Plet server, and, um, like, for every actor, they have, like, a little picture, um, and then it shows anything else they've been on. Like, some of these people ain't even gotten pictures, right? Some of them do, right? So, um, never made it out. His, this was his second full-length feature. Mm-hmm. Jesus, his, what was his first? His first one was Gridlocked uh, two, he, with Tupac. And Tim Roth? Yeah. Wow. That was his directorial debut. Okay. Um, <laughs> after Glitter, he directed a couple of episodes of ER uh, oh. and Firefly. He did Firefly? Which is a cult classic. He directed an episode of Firefly. An episode, okay. That might be the uh, He directed an episode of The Shield. Which one? Uh, it was one called Insurgents. He did one episode. I mean, the show was on for eight seasons. The Shield was awesome. Um, he did uh, Redemption, the Stan, the, the Tookie Williams story with Jamie Foxx. Yeah. What? Okay, so he... What the... He did an episode of Gossip Girl. I, an yeah, episode the, of Boston Legal. What the... But he... How did he... Ben, it's not his fault. This was Mariah's fault. And as soon as you said, it's not your fault, I just thought of Good Hunting. I, he also did the, uh, I didn't know there was one, the Tony Braxton Lifetime movie. God, I want to watch that. <laughs> God, I want to watch that. Um, He did Waist Deep? Yeah, with Tyrese. Which one was Waist Deep? Um, with Tyrese and Megan Good oh, in man. the game. Let me tell you something. Let's, 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 the game had a glass eye or something let's, like that. Let's take a pause. Let's take a pause. One of the all-time 
fine women movies next to Selma Hayek and Desperado was <clears throat> when Megan Good walked into that damn bank. Do y'all remember that? And they did, and I, I haven't seen that movie in so long. Oh, they had like a years. close up on the booty and everything. <laughs> it was just nice. It was nice. <laughs> Um, if I can find it, I'll, I'll. I think it's on Netflix, actually. Oh yeah! I can't believe he's. I figured glitter was it. Like I figured, like they were just like never again. <laughs> <laughs> you can some, never. some people careers survived this, and uh, some people didn't. Yeah. So um, this was directed by Vondi Curtis Hall, uh, written by I don't know whose people are. Anyway, so this is the Mariah Carey movie because in the early two thousands, when uh, if you were a big music star. You did a movie. Um, it probably stopped around this time because I think uh, Eminem did Eight Mile the next year. Mm-hmm. Um, but Eight Mile was actually good. Well, mm-hmm. Eight Mile was the good. last part of it was good. Yeah, Eight Mile. Uh, yeah, it, was the, it was good. I like the it. two the two guys we don't care about from NSYNC had a movie. Oh, is that the uh, on the or line? On the line. <laughs> Never saw it. Looked awful. Who's that? Lance Bland's? La- Lance, Lance Bass, Bass and Joey, Joey Fat One. I mean, Fatone. <laughs> He's the fat one. Well, you have you seen the episode of um, Adult Swim where yeah. they call him Fat One and he's like <laughs> fighting in a karate tournament <laughs> and they call him Fat One. And at the end, they're like, Yeah, because we're like the spirit of like NSYNC comes to help him. And he goes, like, Yeah, guys, because together we're stronger than we ever were al- to- alone. And Justin goes, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a classic sketch if you've never seen it, but. So, because um, this wasn't too far after, before, um, from Justin and Kelly as well, after American Idol. This was before. No, I'm saying it wasn't like, it wasn't too far after I that for- they made that movie. Yeah. I forgot yeah. about that trash movie. But yeah. I hope, I never liked that Justin Garini dude. You know the- what I just found out and I had no idea? Little Sweet. He's Little Sweet. Yep. In the Di- Dr. Pepper commercials. Little Sweet. Yeah, the dude who it like. It was like um, a Prince parody. Yeah, have you seen the Dr. Pepper commercials with the guy who's be singing? No. I'll show you these later. Okay. You'll like you'll you'll laugh. So anyway, uh let's get into these. Uh I, I got some notes here. I know Me Ben too. has some notes. Abe has has some what? opinions, I'm sure. Well well, can can we start? We're gonna start, I'm starting at the beginning. Yeah, that's where my, my notes. My start. notes were taken in order. Okay, so start from the beginning and pull me in because Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so the, yeah. The, yeah, the first scene is uh the the person who would be um Billy Frank's mother, Lillian Frank. And she was singing. She was doing an AA sing-along. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, it was color graded because it's a memory. So yeah. you got to you gotta do that. But she was, like, obnoxiously drunk. She was, <laughs> <laughs> she was pretty drunk. On stage. Yeah. Yeah. Which is embarrassing if you're uh, a performer. First thing I thought it was, like, um, who, the first note I had was, who is this little white girl? <laughs> Oh my God! It's I'm not mixed. L- no, bitch, you, you white. You, you are not mixed. <laughs> <laughs> mixed with white. <laughs> <laughs> you you were mixed with Russian and Italian. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the <laughs> <laughs> she did a lot of the Terry. Oh, so um, yeah, the the AA sing along where um, the mother and daughter sing together. Was um, that uncomfortable for y'all when she's like calling her up there? Yeah, yeah. I was I like. Was like she, a lot of pressure. She didn't seem like she wanted to be up there. Yeah. She, who no. want, come who, on up here. Who wanna want to be a part mom. of that train wreck? <laughs> come on up here. I don't want to, Mom. Come on up here. Come I'm up here. You. Come <laughs> up here <laughs> and enjoy me in my misery. <laughs> so uncomfortable. Uh, the next note I had, because that was that was where I didn't have anything much about that, about that scene. But you when they about go, the daddy? When they go to see the dad, the only thing I wrote was, 
Dad looks like the personification of white guilt. <laughs> oh man, the way he opened the door, like he peed. Oh, guilty. He sees your daughter, like shit. Shit. If I didn't, and then, he, was, then he, count, he counts the money, and, and he just gives it the whole thing. <laughs> he was like, he, said, he was like, now, nah, nah, man, now nah, how much I'm gonna get these little darkies? Oh fuck, she my baby. All right, I'm gonna give you the whole stack <laughs> of dollars. <laughs> she just said, "Are you sure you had her?" <laughs> But like, it's a little light. But like the messed up part was is at the end she had to give up the daughter. And like even though she gave her like a heart to heart, like the real conversation mm-hmm. was like, look, baby, mama's in love with two things, singing and sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I, I must have missed something because I only watched it once. Was there a scene of the mom taking drugs? Yeah, yeah. she falls asleep on the couch. Yeah, with she the, went with the, with the cigarette. With the yeah. cigarette, yeah. I thought she was I, I thought it was a cigarette. It was like, okay. She needs to go to rehab for cigarettes. Because <laughs> that's what it looked. Because I'm like, I don't, I don't remember any needles or any powder. They made alcoholism seem uh, yeah. like it was crack, right? <laughs> like she couldn't do anything else. She was like a legitimate wino. Now, <laughs> I was disappointed when she smoked and it lit on fire that she survived. Like if we're if we're doing fantasy. Burn the mama up. Like the daughter, <laughs> the daughter wakes up to here. Give her some real pain. Yeah, a bone curdling scream that she thought was just like a note, but it was like a, her mama actually on fire. <laughs> and then, Mommy, you can hit the high note too. <laughs> like, all she hears, <laughs> someday. Let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, the, so I thought I thought mom went to rehab for cigarettes. Uh, nah, I didn't see any drugs. She was she was legitimately too much sauce. Yeah, I think my ne- my next note <laughs> she goes, I'm mixed. She said that so hard. Like, hey, it seemed like she was channeling. Like Mariah Carey was like, Mariah Carey's race has always been like ambiguous. Yeah, you never knew what she was. Right. Uh, I remember this one guy in college was so in love with Mariah Carey. And I was like, I thought you didn't like black chicks. She's not black. What is she then? <laughs> you don't know. I see the problem is you got to see Mariah Carey um, when Hero came out. When she had them, uh, ooh, this is going to sound bad, but y'all know me. When she had them nigga curls. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> She had those all. She had those very early in her career. Yeah, those those, those mulatto curls, mm-hmm. right? Um, but you know, Cause now she's straightening her hair. Yeah, she keeps straightening because she got them nigga curls, right? Anyway, but uh, <laughs> her kitchen is not all the way Aryan. That's all I'm trying to say. Oh my right? god! <laughs> wow, you heard it here first, <laughs> first folks. Oh god! <laughs> like, like the daddy, the daddy was just the daddy was just about to let her in. He was like, well, I can't take the mama because she bitch came here with a fro, right? <laughs> and I'm in Manhattan. It ain't going to work. But the little girl came. Like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, you, got, <laughs> you got them nigga curls. She's <laughs> your daughter. <laughs> yeah, I know. I see. I thought she was. I'm next. Like, it was just, she said it really hard. And if we are to believe this is supposed to be the Mariah Carey story, that was Mariah Carey yelling, I'm mixed. <laughs> That was overdubbed. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was like for the last time I told y'all I mixed. <laughs> Until the cops come. Ooh. Ho ho ho! Oh boy. Mm. Anyway, mm, mm, mm. so All yeah. Right. Next note. So Set in the uh, 80s, huh? I was like, huh. so she, uh, so she, she goes to the orphanage. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then uh, she she meets two friends and then all of a sudden it's ten years later. Paul, Paul, you know I just wrote, those are her friends from the orphanage, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. but Paul's on the orphanage. I'm Let's slow. pause about something else. There's two things in this movie that bothered me. Every time she has a a lonely moment, mm-hmm. 
she picks up this random cat that is nowhere else in the movie. Like no, she, she had the cat as a kid. Yeah, she brought but, the cat to the but when she left her her homeboy, she picked up this random cat. I never see the bitch feed him. She just pick up a cat. And this Actually, I was cat. very surprised because I was like, "How's that cat still alive? <laughs> is that is this the same cat?" <laughs> kid was like, "Oh, they can live to twenty years." I was like, "So, so I'm just supposed mm, to believe that's the same cat though." The two little girls she met, one of them was Puerto Rican, right? Yeah, and the other one, one was, was black. Did she say she was black? The other was the brat. Well, yeah, she <laughs> other, said she yeah. was the brat, but did she say she was black? I don't know what no. they said they were. Hey, they're they starting to be the brat okay. 10 years later. Yeah, they just said, like, what are you? Because, like, who just asked that question? What are you? I'm mixed. Well, they yeah. look confused. Because when she walked in. Well, every... when you're nine years old. Yeah. What else you what ask, do you right? ask? I mean, because you I mean, you're trying to put people in labels. Like, they didn't want, they did not want to play with her. They just want to make sure what jokes they can say in front of her. Like, yeah. if I saw the little girl, I was like, huh, was she, was she like apple pie? Another National Negro anthem. I need to know these things, right? She got both. Best of both worlds. Let me stop. So, because I'm trying to think. So, if this movie said in the 80s, that was in the 70s then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And back then. Well, even though I'm not not so sure because throughout my notes, at least like five times, I asked, what year is it? Yeah. Yeah, because then like you had her with like the fresh perm, right, which they wouldn't really do it. Like. One thing I know about the 80s that is resounding in every movie I've seen is that nobody had their hair together. No. Everybody. And Mariah come in with or that. It was not neat. Yeah. Well, Mariah carried through the duration of the movie looked too pretty to where, like, it looked like they just, she was like, it was in her contract. Like, well, I must you, be completely if you, if you made see, up. If you see any Mariah interview or uh, if she's on like a late night show or something, mm-hmm. she has her own lighting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's in the contract or whatever. I don't know if people really talk about it, but it's very clear. She has her own lighting. Like, why is she like lit up specially? Yeah. And she's, I mean, she's on with Jimmy Fallon and she's sitting in the seat, but she has this, you can see a special light on her. Well, they used to say. And I feel like it was throughout this movie that she had yeah. her own special lighting. They used to say Mariah has like strange little idiosyncrasies. Like she has to have, Tea and honey, and everything has to be purple. No, she's a diva. I mean, it's in every sense of the word. So, um, she didn't. She didn't bring some of that perfection to this garbage, did she? No, she didn't. Well, so she looked completely out of her league as an actress from the get go. Like from the moment she had the same look the entire time, it was like this half smile, half smirk, and like I did. I felt bad for for the director because I was like, this is what he had to work with. But then, but then, and then it was parts where, okay, we understand that you can't act. We didn't bring you here to act. You're Mariah Carey. I want to hear, there's a hero. And when she's seen, it's dubbed. And it's badly dubbed, lip sync. And it was incredibly breathy. I didn't realize yeah. how breathy of a singer she was. <laughs> like she, <laughs> but, but you couldn't, like, you couldn't hear any of the tracks because the music was awful. And like every one of her songs, but we got we messing up the timeline. Greg, keep us on track. Uh, <laughs> so the next note I had was all. Uh, so ten years later, uh, I called it Studio Fifty Five, <laughs> um, uh, Leopard Overload, and it then was pretty rough. Here comes Happenstance Howard. Happenstance <laughs> like, Terrence Howard. So I didn't know he was in this trash. Can I, can I, I didn't you, know let either. Me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Y'all talk about Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard has the ability <clears throat> to be in trash movies and not let it affect him. Terrence Howard was in the Michael Jackson biopic. 
Yeah, that was his first role. Yeah. yeah. The the American Dream. Yes. Terrence Howard was in um He's got staying power. I'll give him that. Yeah. He's got yeah. staying power. Yeah, he's been in trash. <laughs> I, I, Didn't he do crash like American Dream was not trash. No, this yeah. was trash though. This was trash. This was trash. But it, but this should have ended his career. Like he, everybody else. <laughs> but he <laughs> rose to the like he was actually pretty good in this film. Like I, he, he was, just played a turn down Lucian uh, Lyon. I don't know if he was good. I think yeah. he was scary. He was kind of scary in this film. Terrence Howard has two modes, two <laughs> acting modes: evil, light skin, and main. <laughs> 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 so I uh, I did write uh, yeah happenstance Howard um, I like happenstance Howard uh, I I put what year is it again um, the Brad are yeah. we gonna talk about the Brad well because he we'll showed get, we'll up get. dressed like he was in the fifties yeah <laughs> he did he, he came in there looking like um oh man like the dude from uh, from Cats. <laughs> Metastephalies, yeah, yeah. and he's just—he's asking them these odd questions, yeah. And I'm like, who's in charge here? Because she's all quiet and. What's weird is that okay? Well, when he when he asked them to you know come to the studio and do background vocals for this for Silk, uh, Padma Lakshmi, who now hosts (laughs) the show. uh, Tasting food around the world. (laughs) They made her comically bad. What was her name? Padma Lakshmi. That's her real name. Oh man, kindergarten must have been horrible. <laughs> Padma Lakshmi. And you can just say it like it rolls off the how many times you practice that? I, I watched I watched the trailer for the show that she's hosting now. Oh, okay. <laughs> to okay. see it. Pomegranate. Pom, 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 he got it. Great. Uh, <laughs> um so she's she's a terrible uh singer. Mm-hmm. Um But how how did they know? How did he know that Billy could sing? Cause she, cause um, um, she was feeling herself like she couldn't hear herself sing, and like uh, and like they were gonna take some pictures of her because everybody was just blown away by, man, wow, we didn't know you could sing like that, but you actually got talent, right? So she was like, I don't need the rest of these backup dancers, go away from me. And then um, no, 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 that that's the scene where Dice finds out she could sing. Uh-huh. How did happenstance? How did happenstance? Howard know she could sing because she was low in, in the, the studio. Mix. She's low in the mix. He can't hear her. Oh yeah, he can't hear any of them. Yeah. He's like, he's like, turn her up. And like, how did he? How did he hear that? Because the plot, because the power of power of Howard. Plot. I don't know. Like he just that that was very that, odd. That's he just knew. How, he to, has three stages in this movie. He has three stages. This is happenstance Howard stage. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you about the second when we get there. Um, so when they do the song, and uh, dice figures out that Silk's not singing that yeah. because he knows she can't sing. Um, he goes up to Billy's like, hey, let me talk to you for a second. And her friends just leave her. <laughs> they just leave her so with this So I dude. will say this. How did no one else know that that wasn't her? Because this isn't like just an average singer. This is someone who's singing phenomenally. Yeah. You know this. You've heard her old songs because yeah. clearly she's an established artist and you know she can't sing like this. How did no one else figure that out? Yeah. And then why did Billy, why did, not Billy, why did um, Dice keep quiet about it? Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm breaking that story. Like, she can't sing. And here's the, here's the receipts. Every every time Happenstance Howard tries to do something with Silk, you know that ain't Silk singing, right? I'm, I'm breaking that. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm blackmailing Happenstance Howard saying, bruh, unless you want me to go, because all it takes is, here's her last record. Here's her current record. 
two plus two ain't six. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I guess, I guess since the girls were orphans, they they used to leaving people. That's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why, that's why they left her. <laughs> Bitch, we don't really understand stay. <laughs> and you know his accent, um, awful. In this movie, he was is it British. Boston or New York? It was. It was switching it sounded between Boston like and New York. It sounded like Matt Damon. Was it just me? <laughs> so Boston, what you heard here? Yeah, everyone from Southie. <laughs> so thrift store Matt Damon. Thrift uh, store Matt. <laughs> the, only, the only thing that bothered me. The only thing that bothered me, and I tend to notice this because I'm fat, but. Why he never had a shirt on? Like every time I saw him, no sleeves. He never wore sleeves because he's eighties K fed. I don't know. I don't like know. he just. Uh, the next note I had was um, when Dice is going up, giving the mic to people to to freestyle. Mm-hmm. Like, why does every rap, every freestyle in nineteen eighty three sounds the same? Oh, I said, oh, a hip, oh, oh, a hip, a hip, a hip like take my everybody girl up rap to like the club, get the duh, <laughs> and a rub a dub. Hey, like, like people, everyone sounds like Curtis Blow. <laughs> people always talk about, and this kills me. People always talk about man. Hip hop nowadays is trash. Back in the eighties, is this, that, and the third. I was like, uh, no, okay. Yeah, I think they focused so much on rhyme back then, but I actually focused on actually what they were actually saying. Yeah, until yeah. the message. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> two plus two is three and five. Four and five make you feel alive. Hey, <laughs> to the beach, y'all. <laughs> well, we were. It was all about trying to get people to dance. Yeah, they were trying to. Not, not. It wasn't too often. There was a message behind that. But then he gives the mic to Mariah Carey, and it's clearly not her singing. Yeah, right. It's clearly like studio Mariah Carey, right? Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. It, it wasn't I also, live at all. oh, but before that, right before he gave her the mic, why did they have that CGI of her of him walking towards her in slow motion? Like? Because Vondi Curtis Hall didn't know what he was doing. It looked like he turned into a vampire. I was like, whoa. I was like, what? What? It looked why, awful. Why are we doing this? It looked awful. I think at that point I paused it. <laughs> that's that's when I knew then that this is going to be awesome. Like, I was like, man, this is I, standard I think, shit. I, I, yeah. think, I think Vonnie Curtis Hall had nothing to do with the editing. Oh, for real? I think he just gave a note. He's like, okay, this is like the magic moment where everyone hears her voice, right? So... So let's do something to make this a magic moment. And then they came out with this. They put him in front of a green screen. <laughs> well, listen, this is what I want you to do. I want you to walk real slow. And the back is going to be shimmering. I don't know. Whatever the fuck it's going to be doing. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'm Bondi Curtis Hall. <laughs> um, they say, I want to hear your best. Like, okay. <laughs> oh, I don't know the context of this. I just have a note that says the brat has no idea what year it is. All right, so let's so let's talk about some of the scenes with the brat that went on too long. Anybody notice that? Yeah, there were some scenes that like, just they not... didn't know to stop. Yeah. The yeah. dancing in the video, they didn't. Yeah. yeah it, that went on way too long. Yeah, that poor editing. Filler. Filler. Yeah. They needed filler. Um, that, well, I think that's probably why they had a lot of scenes that like would just have this really bad slow-mo added to it. Yeah. They're like, yeah, that had a few minutes onto the runtime. <laughs> um, I did write down that uh, I know Abe talked about that he never wore a shirt or had sleeves. I wrote that Dice is nondescript. Like, there's nothing that like stands, stands out, out about, about him. him. I mean, it was a lot of questions about what Dice, how Dice made money. So that is a good question because he's pulling yeah. up in limos. Yes, he's got a really, really expensive apartment. That apartment in New York. was nice with shit. Like that it? is no okay. I get it. You're on spin. Woo! You're not make. Are DJs really making that much money in New York? 
Well, obviously, for and, the and, and, the and, movie. Wh- and where is he spending at? This one club? How yeah. much are they paying him? Exactly. It's Studio 55. Exactly. <laughs> but they're not paying him enough because he ain't got no shirt on. So maybe, I don't know. Because I always thought when he buys the contract for 100 grand, I was like, clearly he has it. If he's got. Ben, <laughs> don't, don't get. But here's the problem with that. We're spoiling it a bit. He obviously had. Uh, bad money skills. He just said, "I'm not gonna pay this motherfucker right." Because <laughs> <laughs> he signed the contract, and they that gave him a plan. bonus. He was like, "Yeah, all right, we got a million dollar bonus. What are we gonna do? I don't know. We are gonna give it to charity." Uh, <laughs> don't you gotta pay some people? Fuck them. <laughs> I don't see no consequences. <laughs> and I don't see no consequences of that at all. Also, like <laughs> later after she does the, you know, when they do the freestyle thing or whatever, he uh, comes to her outside. And try, he says, I want to produce you. And the only thing I thought of, where are Billy's friends? <laughs> they abandoned her. <laughs> where are your friends? They've been trying to get rid of this bitch for days. And he's he's talking to this strange man in an alley. <laughs> and she just keep coming back. Like, every morning they go to sleep and lock their door. Like, we got rid of the bitch. And then they wake up in the morning and then she back. <laughs> Let me in. <laughs> <laughs> I brought sniffles. No. What got, I'm allergic. <laughs> what, what got me about that whole scene was like she was trying to play coy with like a music deal. He was like, I want to produce you. He was like, all right, what's your number? You know how to get them. Maybe you can look it up. Ain't you dice? Nah, bitch, it's not how it works, okay? <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> you want a job. Like, let's not be going to my my job. And it's like, oh, we want to hire you, Abraham. What's your phone number? You know how to find, <laughs> you know how to find me if you want me. <laughs> um. The next that I had was when he's recording her in the studio. They're doing the song, uh, which we know of as I Didn't Mean to Turn You On. Oh, that Originally made me recorded mad. by Sherelle. Oh, that made And me later mad. Robert Palmer. Oh, that- um, So, like, okay, so this random white dude who may be thrift store Matt Damon <laughs> switching between accents from Jersey, Brooklyn, <laughs> and England. Boston <laughs> is writing Minneapolis funk. This movie was written for dumb people. Yeah. I mean, like, made no sense. And that's the central crust of this movie. Like, it's it's bad. But we weren't really expecting it to be good. We know Mariah can't, right? We know, we know, we don't know who the rest of these people are, right? <laughs> right? But the one thing, losers. <laughs> the one thing I expect for y'all to get this right is fucking music. Like you were surrounded by producers. You are surrounded by talent. Mm-hmm. You couldn't come up with some bullshit song for us to hear forever. Or you like had a to real, re- like in the song that you actually wrote. Yeah, like, like an original song that but, you wrote. You but had see, to go sample eighties hits and be like, Mariah did this. But see, here's the problem: like Mariah did try to write a Mariah S song. It was like, oh, it's too poor me, bitch. That's what you seen. Yeah, like, all your stuff is kind of. Let me see if the, if the if the album version of this song sounds any good. You know this. Well, this is why I also had to note that this was written in this. This song was put in a world where Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis do not exist. Exactly. Yeah. You don't know what she's singing. It's just the mix is bad. Yeah, she's not. Her voice does kind of sound a little low in the mix, but I mean, 
Maybe they're just trying to simulate the 80s where we didn't have the tech that we had now, but... But that sounds like it's mumbling. Well, she's not the type of singer that should sing over this, though. Like Exactly. She's... Like, it's too upbeat for Mariah. Yeah. At this point, she hadn't learned how to Ballad, sing over this type of stuff yet. Yeah. Like, she... there's nothing... But why would you put that in a movie? That's why it's bad. Why, 80s? Cre- because 80s. But you, yeah. you're creating... <laughs> like, Mariah, you came from the 80s, right? Well, they should have never set this movie in the 80s. Yeah. They should have yeah. never set this in the 80s. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they 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 had as if Dice wrote that song, and then they bring it to uh, some party, <clears throat> and Dice gives the DJ a cassette, because cassette means 80s. Right. And he just played it. Right. Because plot. <laughs> like- and, and who was that guy who was the producer? That black guy. Yeah, huh? Uh, Dorian Harewood. That's He's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, what has he been in? IMDB him for me. He's been in a few things. Yeah. I, he looked very familiar. Yeah. He's got a weird shaped head. <laughs> uh, see, he's been on Criminal Minds. He's been uh he's been he's the voice of Barbarian in Diablo. No. Uh, he's he in Full Metal Jacket. I've never seen that. Been on How uh, mm. Been on House of Pain. He's the voice of Martian Manhunter on the Batman. Uh, he was. He does a lot of voice stuff. It looks like. Here. But he did some movie stuff. Um. He was. <clears throat> he was see, in okay. Biker Mice from Mars. <laughs> a lot of TV here. Um. He was on Seventh Heaven. He was on a lot of a few episodes of that. He's on Stargate. Um, I even had to look like before. Yeah, I've never. I he looked familiar, he but looked now familiar. I can't find. I can't, I can't think him. of what he's in. He's now. been in something that we've all seen. That was like really popular because he he looks familiar, but yeah. I have no clue. Was he in like wait wait into a cell or something like that? No, the Quack Pack. He's done a lot of voiceover stuff, which is funny because he didn't seem like he had a, a memorable voice. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> but Greg, you seem like he caught something. No, he's he's done a lot. He's done more TV. What was any TV that we might have seen? Um, <clears throat> I'll fly away. Okay. Um, like one of them straight to Jesus movies. Warren Earth is Carmen San Diego. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, yeah I, new yeah. kids on the block had a TV show, and he was the voice of Maurice Star. <laughs> um. Yeah, there's nothing. That's really weird. What's his name again? Dorian Harewood. Yeah, that's really weird that he does not have any real credits because he he looks like someone. Yeah, he yeah, he's done a lot of a lot of TV here and there. Mm. Uh, yeah, we'll he played him. Jesse. I met Jesse Owens. He played Jesse Owens in a TV movie. Um, he was in Roots. It looks like Glitters is uh, what he playing Roots. Biggest uh, thing, Simon Haley. I think that was. Uh, I think that's Alex Haley's son. Yeah, he was too young for that. He looks like he might be someone. He might look like someone else more famous. I don't know. He might have yeah. a brother or something. But I know he's he, he's the record executive. Um, I know he got a receding hairline. Jesus. I did call the other guy mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> fake Ray Liotta. I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. So. The crowd goes crazy with this song. I'm like, do they know the song already? 
So yeah, that was interesting how they just every every song they heard, they just instantly fell in love with it, like it was their favorite song. The the other song by the other chick, like oh yeah, it's awesome, yeah yeah. This song, oh yeah, that's awesome. We just cheer for whatever we hear. Like. <laughs> uh, so yeah, um, so Billy and Dice go on a date. It's not a date. <laughs> That's what she kept Whatever. saying. It's not a date. That shit was a plan. That uh, wasn't a date. He he planned the restaurant. All the people knew what was up when she they walked knew his in. Name. Yeah, they knew what champagne mm-hmm. to yeah. bring over. <laughs> so what I what I thought was funny is when she's walking in, and of course the entire movie she just looks incredibly uncomfortable, and she's walking in with an uncomfortable look on her face, and she's looking around, and I'm like, is she afraid? Like, does she think this is a setup? And then when she sits down, I'm like, or maybe she just feels like a fish out of water. I don't know because Mariah Carey is very bad at portraying emotions. It's and it, it's not clear at all. I have no clue. I was like, is she scared? Is she excited? Is she nervous? Is she upset? I don't know. She just looks like she has to puke. She does so, got that underbite like she holding back. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the, of course, special Mariah lighting because <laughs> it was totally. It's a difference. If yeah, the, the cameras on her and the cameras on him. They look like in two totally different places. And she had them thin eyebrows, man. Like they were just like, like <laughs> half circles. Like, um, the best line was when after they had sex, she was like, "I never done it before." He was like, he was like "I, I can tell. tell." I was like, "Damn, oh man, damn." I get, I do get starfish vibes from Mariah. <laughs> She'd probably be like, "You're." She probably like, "You just lucky that you got with Mariah Carey." Like, I don't. <laughs> I don't have to move. You I'm a right. Did she I'm ever right. tell that to Nick Cannon? Who knows what she told to Nick Cannon? I don't even know if they even touched each other. <laughs> well, they got the well, babies. Well, they had babies. Oh, they did? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. But you don't have that. I mean, Norma Ride Carey. Oh, in vitro? <laughs> yeah, he, he definitely skeeted in the cup and they <laughs> swiveled it around and here come babies. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, what was What was superfluous? I don't know what that was. Oh yeah, he was okay. So yeah, that that upset me because oh yeah, when they're in the studio, need that word in when they're there. in the studio because then he goes get rid of all the superfluous stuff. And you know what he does? He just turns the track down. <laughs> no instruments. They don't take out anything. He didn't say stuff. Get all this superfluous shit. I was like, well, I, well, congratulations for using take your word. Anything out of the mix? I, I, that's all I was ordered. Like, okay, what changed? All he did was <laughs> turn the volume down. All he did, all he did was just turn, yeah. Did not take any instruments out of the mix, and that really upset me. Because as as somebody who who you know does this fairly regularly, like when you say take something out, I expect something to be taken out of the mix. You don't just turn it down. Yeah. Um, you just turn the master down. It's like, yeah, that sounds better. Yeah, that's better. So okay, we have so, the song. Uh, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say I found out what movie I knew the guy from. Oh, uh, what was it? He was in Gothica. I don't think I ever saw that. <laughs> you need to. Uh, Scariest movie ever. Holly Berry kisses rock. So we have the <laughs> not not the rock. I know you're talking. I'm about. talking about rock, the trash man rock. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. What was his real name? I forget. Charles Dutton. Yeah, Charles Dutton. Yeah. So we have the um, scene where they they're I, I think that was when they were mixing the song we now know as Lover Boy, in which the song uh, Candy by Cameo yeah. is sampled. So this is also a world where Cameo does not exist. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And it bothered me through the whole show. It's like, a, this is a really popular song. Yeah. <laughs> but not in this timeline. The darkest so, timeline. So Dice wrote this too? 
Yeah. He wrote this too. Come he on. has that much soul, man. But he couldn't write a hit though, man. They were like, we need the crossover hit, and nothing they wrote. It reminded me of uh, Temptations. If you your last dollar is this or a sandwich, <laughs> like what a you sandwich. buying? They're not buying Dice's single. They're buying a sandwich. Uh, this baseline is so raw, man. It's such a good baseline. Gotta love it. I, I, the thing that 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 bothered me is that okay, it's the '80s, but you're taking. No one tried to write. No one tried to be original. No, nah. And I, I think you kind of have to at least try to do that when you're making a musical. Mm-hmm. Uh, and having the the big numbers of this musical. There's no showstopper. Yeah. Yeah. There was no showstopper. Uh, so yeah, so Loverboy becomes a big hit, and she's doing all these uh, appearances. They try to make a video. Um, she looked pretty good in that outfit. I'm not gonna lie. In the in the video, yeah, she looked pretty good. I thought. Man, you're a taste. <laughs> I thought she um, good. Yeah, Billy's friends. They and and I think Abe was talking about that scene. The, the, well, the yeah, they're making music long. video. Yeah, the, okay, you yeah, okay, yeah, the, about, yeah. when they're in the dresses and they're dancing, it just yeah, yeah, like yeah. why is that, that scene out. keep going? Yeah. What's funny? Okay, I also put again. What year is it? <laughs> uh, and then all the brats twerking. <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> when uh, the record label says they need a hot dance song, they just put out a hot dance song. It's supposed to be the hot dance song. So what are they yeah, talking about? They want about? a hot. Da- they said they want one to cross over. So they were like, we need to get oh, you with so- a male with a, a duet. Yeah. So we can have the hot dance on that crosses over. And I'm just like, and. I mean, so we just going to gloss over the, the record that said she looked desired. Let's see her titties. Are we not going <laughs> to the, mu- the movie oh, the director. director. Yeah. The video director. He was, okay. Okay. So she says she, we don't know if she's black or if she's white. She's exotic. Let's see her tits. I'm yeah. like, okay. <laughs> I will say some of the music talk was interesting because these are things you would actually hear execs say mm-hmm. so i actually thought they that part they got right like the part of like hey this is what we need to do to push this album hey this single's good but we need to get an album out i was like that's interesting why can't the rest of the movie match that it was like <laughs> i mean it, it that's what that's what's so disappointing like mariah you are a musician you know the game why is this so bad like you well, she know, she didn't write this. No, but she, she, who, she had some kind of music, music control over it, right? So she wasn't um, Cheryl L. West. That wasn't her, uh, her pseudonym, her pen name. No. <laughs> I don't think so. I wrote it under Cheryl L. West. See, see, I want to have a comment to age story about a mulatto. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um. So yeah, uh, so after that, um, they said they needed a hot dance song after they just put one out. She's put out one song because I, I was wondering throughout the end because I didn't know how this movie was going to end. I'm like, okay, when's the album supposed to come out? She hasn't put out the album. No, yet, she has not. And she's gone through all this stuff. She exactly. put out what two singles? Two, two singles, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It was it's it's. Uh, how do you sell it, Madison Square Garden, with two singles? Yeah, yeah, and then like, like with. There's no album. What's your no album? They catapulted her to the top, but wasn't she still living in that apartment with a cat and two roommates? Yeah, and yeah. Dice. No, yeah. she moved out of Dice's place, uh-huh. and she was living with the friends. Yeah, yeah. Well, she she moved back in with the friends. Yeah, she was yeah. living with them before. But it also, she's supposed to be so big. She's Billy, but she's walking around the streets of New York, and nobody's mobbing her. Yeah, a lot of inconsistencies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. 
Okay, so when there's a scene, it seemed pretty extra, where uh, Dice has the, the the musician friends in his apartment. Yeah, that was very extra. That, that I was like, what was the point mad. of that? To show that he can. Do I mean, stuff. like I thought, like okay, this sounds like it could be something. It, it sounds good, and he shows them like, okay, I want you to play the drums like this, and he plays it. And then they go back to playing again. I'm like, okay, what's the point of that? Yeah, there was no. What's the point of that scene? I think, <laughs> I think they were trying to show that he's moved on with his life, and she's moved on with her life. Um, but when she broke up with him, this is when they broke up. I'm guessing. No, this is before they broke up. But she was out and about. No, she was doing something, yeah. and he wasn't there. Well, you know, yeah. the, they wanted to change him as the producer because he was trash, right? Well, they didn't like. They just didn't like what he was doing. Yeah, they kept hinting at that wanted other writers to come in. Yeah. yeah. And help. Did they ever pay him? But that's gonna come up later. <laughs> anyway, uh, so we'll get to that. Um uh so then we see Eric Benet, who looks like two thousand one. Didn't he? I'm who? like, what year is it supposed to be? <laughs> he came in with the fresh air Bernay dream. Yeah. Like, he looked like he just walked out. Like from... he did his own wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, literally, they literally, he was like, he was at home. I keep them crying. And then they called him. Like, and then we need you to be in the movie. All right, all right. And he came. I bring my own clothes. Give me his own clothes. <laughs> his own clothes. Come to scenes in one day. <laughs> but I don't I don't know if it was happening at the time. It probably was. But the thing that I, I, put, I wrote down, Eric Bernay, Cheating on Hallie all over again. That's what I was. So when he walks and when he walks by Mariah Carey and he looks, I'm like, "You got you got Holly Berry, you got bro. Holly Berry, you're man. not into this. <laughs> why eat chicken? It, it was happening all over again. It's like why eat chicken fingers when I got like <laughs> chicken marsala at home? Like, Billy had a special power to look vulnerable. He said, "Why why you want her? I don't know." She looks like she has to puke, and it turns me on. Uh, and so, she needs love. <laughs> so what was weird about about this, like, okay, she's put out two songs or one song. She's doing award shows already. The USA Music Awards. Yes. So she's doing award shows already. Yes. This has only been, like, what, a couple months? It's yes. that, yeah. She's a sensation. Um, And, uh, and in this universe... Lionel Richie exists. Yeah. They mentioned Lionel Richie. It's a big night for Lionel Richie. <laughs> okay. Not Cameo, not Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, but, but we got Lionel, Lionel Richie. Richie. But I think in this universe, Lionel Richie was never with the Commodores. He was just always Lionel He was just Lionel Richie. Richie. He was just yeah. solo. Yeah. So no Zoom. We should get the Glitter um, Cinematic Universe, guys. Oh, yeah. Very <laughs> interesting. <laughs> we got to figure out how this works. You know, Michael Jackson's a busboy. <laughs> the darkest um, timeline. <laughs> Uh, so up to the USA Awards, <laughs> did you have any notes, Ben? I, I, I had a lot, but I didn't know. Oh, I mean, I, the, I've been saying mine in there. I mean, the producer can't write a hit, which I think really messed with his head. The USA Music Awards made me crack up. <laughs> like, do you have to have the rights to say, you know, I don't know. Cause, the, uh, the American Music Awards? Yeah, you probably had to have the rights. Yeah, Dick Clark was still alive at the time. Yeah. So, yeah, you probably did have to. Um, <laughs> I got K-Fed. Vibes at the awards show. He's in the, as you said, he's not wearing a shirt very much. He's got the jacket on, no shirt underneath. Look very trashy. Yeah, look very New Jersey. No offense to anyone from but New like Jersey. But like it was a part in the movie when they were signing. Him. I thought he had a shirt, but it, was just, it wasn't buttoned at all. Well, it was like a big like jacket big, type thing. Okay, yeah, and no shirt underneath. Um, he just looked trashy, man. Like he just, yeah. And at that point, I realized this is t-. so. It was at that point I realized he was Tommy Matola when he starts controlling her. 
and being like, you can't say this, or you can't do that. I was like, oh, this Tommy. And, wh- and why your titties all out? Yeah. Stuff. Now, see, the problem is, um, Mariah, in Mariah's mind, she's pious and <laughs> sweet and, and sweet innocent and wouldn't know what to do with a dick if it slapped it in the face <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't want to say that's not true because I don't know Mariah Carey sets game I don't know that but uh, there was a reason why Tommy locked her in that closet right <laughs> oh my god <laughs> look, I'm, not say- I'm not saying that look you don't lock nuns in the closet, right? You not got girls who be in these streets, right? Right. So, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he came home. That, Tommy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he stop. came home and was like, <laughs> she was like, "Hi, Tommy. Who you fucking? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> who is it? Who is it?" And then Eric Benet comes out the closet. <laughs> <laughs> I um, knew it. Okay, so uh, Dice's spiral was very sudden. Yeah, very. Uh, he went from zero to one hundred. He went Real from quick. the nicest Elton John to a pseudo Ike Turner. Like he, yeah, he came in well, not necessarily because I I took domestic violence. He's like the LeBron James beating bitch, right? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but but um, Dice was like he just came and just went in on his friends. Called the Puerto Rican oh, racial slur. Oh God, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, in the yep. in the car. He was like, "Shut up, you roach." I was like, "Oh." Told him they could get out. Yeah, and then called the brat fat, which was bothering me during this whole. Picture. I was like, "All right, so this is not not trying to say anything, saying that fat people can't make it, but it's the eighties, and she's just the background singer, and she's like a side. She's portly. She's portly. <laughs> she's thick, but not like sexy thick, like like misshapen thick. No, like. That's my that's my teammate there. Like if we were all kids on the yard, <laughs> right, and we were picking teams, I pick Brad to be the center, right? <laughs> <laughs> that kind of thing, right? Oh, but uh, yeah, she came. Did she always had that headband? We didn't talk about the Brad and her headband. That's where her powers came from. I totally kid. forgot though. He, he that car scene was pretty rough. Yeah, he, and then that car scene was very. And she stayed. And then I'm like, you coming? She was like. No, it's and cold out there. It's cold <laughs> out. But then when they got home, he apologized, right? Because that's how you keep them. Like he sobered up pretty fast. You oh keep yeah, them under your thumb. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it was confusing. This fuck. He was like, "Baby, I'm just sorry. You know, it's a lot going on. I want to write for you, but they won't let me. And I'm sitting here at the house playing with my band <laughs> <laughs> in this in this apartment. I clearly can't afford. I got on credit. <laughs> I mean, that was. I mean, I don't. I don't think people understand. That was the nicest. New, it the bitch had floors. It was right. a very nice apartment. Yes. Yeah. Hey, well furnished. Yes. Like it, and then he had like thousands of dollars of musical equipment in there. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. Like where is he getting this money from? Is he was Dice selling drugs? That, <laughs> that would have made more sense. So this is where we get to the part, and I'm I'm gonna take the wheel here. Greg. Let me take the wheel here. Cause this is the best part of the movie that just breaks all I'm sense. Scared. <laughs> all right. So she forgives Dice, right? Um, but she you know she feels like Dice is it's maybe not the man for her. She comes home, and who is there but Terrence Howard, right? Oh, oh I just want to say, this is the second stage. <laughs> Raping Stance Howard. Yes! <laughs> I don't know if he was going to say, I'm going to take this $1,000 out of you and equal <laughs> to <laughs> monthly booty payments. Because the way he was looking at her and yeah. eating that apple was I like... I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to hurt you. But I will. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but, yeah. 
Wait, what, but what, I will. What are you thinking about doing? But then he was like, you know, your boyfriend has not paid me once. And you let him? $100,000? You're supposed to be a, a famous musician, right? I know it's the 80s. They weren't paying y'all like it was supposed to. <laughs> what your advance money? What your touring money? You ain't got $100,000 to get this man. As far as it seemed like, the type of deal it seemed like she signed was probably like an artist development deal. And then they were like, all right, well, let's get this album out. But like, I never heard, because from the moment where they meet the guy in the club, they meet these produ- these execs, A&Rs in the club, which A&Rs have no power now, by the way. They meet an A&R in the club. And then it just seemed like the next day they're celebrating them wanting to sign her. No terms are ever talked about. No chick. Nothing. No. It's just like. I mean, you at least should have a. Every one of these, like where an artist gets discovered or whatever, there's always a scene where they sign the contract. Exactly, yeah. and they spend their first nothing was signed money. here. Yeah, no. Or they, yeah, or they get they get that first check, and then, and I thought that was very odd because I was like, there's no way that in the in a matter of what seemed like ten hours, less than ten hours, they decided <laughs> to sign her to a record deal, and everybody showed up and with champagne and everything and. Everything's all hunky dory because it just made no sense. Like they didn't talk terms. I, no. I just I didn't get it. She gets a record deal, and it's in. It says record deal. Um, it says record deal on the piece of paper and a line where she would sign it. Mm-hmm. So what are the terms? <laughs> I don't need terms. But yeah, uh, <laughs> this is glitter. <laughs> that that was that was Raping Stance Howard. That's what I. Yeah, he. It, yeah, it was. So that was a very uncomfortable scene. <laughs> yeah, and it was it, it 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 was uncomfortable. It didn't make any sense, and it just broke up the flow of the movie. Yeah, like it would be different if we had constant reminders that Terrence Howard was there, right? But he seemed like he just appeared out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, like yeah. he was in her house talking about my rape you. <laughs> <laughs> How did he get a key in the house? He walked in the door. It was yeah. no forced entry. He was maybe the devil. It would have been better. <laughs> Old scratch. <laughs> it would have been. It would have been better. Like, okay, I'm gonna rewrite this movie right here and make it good in ten seconds. All right. So let's take out the fact that the girl can sing. Right. Let's say she can never sing. Right. That um she always wanted to sing but didn't have the talent like a mom had. Right. We're gonna keep the part of the mama's an alcoholic. That's for plot. Right. So the mama gets drunk one day. Smoke a cigarette, light her ass up. She burning, right? Right? She's going to die, right? The girl's locked in the apartment because she's a little girl. She don't know how to get out. And then Terrence Howard appears out of the fire. Right? <laughs> Old scratch. <laughs> and he say, not only I'm going to let you out, I'm going to let you sing. But you got to sing for me, right? And so all the women that Terrence Howard have is all these women he done say because, you know, he the devil. And um, that's what a, that's what would make more sense about him just appearing in her life. So it would essentially be like the... Um, a Faustian deal. It would have, well, essentially be Crossroads, but yeah. not the one with Britney Spears, the, the one, one with, with, Ralph with Machio and yeah. Steve, yeah, yeah, Steve yeah, Vai. Yeah, old, yeah. The heat, he would be old scratch, and at the end, there's a sing-off. <laughs> <laughs> and through the power of love or God or, or whatever, um, they, they vanquished Terrence Howard. You'd have to change the Dice character completely then. Yeah, but it what was creepy to me, and I have to rewatch it, and I don't want to say that all white people look like that's awful, but didn't Dice look like her daddy? <laughs> what did he say? You only see her dad for like five, five seconds. seconds. For that five seconds. And he's seconds. color graded. 
He's gray. That dad, <laughs> that dad was the ain't shit award. Cause like even <laughs> even when his daughter made it, right? You know your child. Even when his daughter made it, and she's selling out Madison Square Garden, he ain't never once called him for you know what? Neither I did the mom. What Both I'm, of her parents ain't nothing. What the the mom was dealing with that song. Okay, <laughs> so this is what this is actually what made me mad. This is the next note. I said, "Fuck this movie. That is not her mom. I was gonna turn it off if that was her mom." <laughs> Oh, yeah. When yeah. she walks out there and that old drunk is walking and singing, I was like, no, no, I will turn this off if that's her mom. That is not, you are not, who wrote this, a six-year-old? <laughs> and she walked outside and she was walking and all of a sudden her mom shows up, right? Yeah, I was like, no, this is the most coincidental, this is like, uh-uh, nah. But the woman that she ran into was not a um, was not no they eventually not, you know they found her but I was, was like, not her mom but that woman was not an alcoholic that woman was a crack fiend there's a, <laughs> there are difference, there's a difference. right difference. that woman was on <laughs> that woman was chasing the dragon the mama but was but they on had the to carry oh. a drink though <laughs> um, okay after uh, let me get back to after um, raping Stance Howard <laughs> uh, so Dice finds him punches him twice. And he's in the hospital. And he's in the hospital? Oh, man, that was the sorriest ass whooping ever. Yeah. Like, he literally, I don't even think he punched him. He hit him against the car. That man, um, Howard, folded. Must, <laughs> must have been like Mr. Glass, man. <laughs> he <laughs> folded like a table. Just like, ah, ah. So if, <laughs> what, I, what I don't understand is if you can whoop this man that also, let's, let's, let's be real. This was 1980 New York, right? He could have said, uh, yeah, he tried to mug me. Officers, he could have got, <laughs> got, got away with that. Yeah, yeah. could have got away with that. You gotta use that white privilege in time of need. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that was okay. So now that you mention it, he's beating his ass, and then just all of a sudden, the cops are just running towards. Yeah, the they're cops just there. The cops arrest the white guy. They're just yeah. Well, the fact that they're just there, and and not only did rape not happenstance Howard and raping Howard had one thing in common. They wore the same outfit. They didn't even never change his clothes. <laughs> he like was wearing like, a bunch of beige. Like a cartoon yeah. character. It was the same hat. It was the same coat. It was the same everything. Like it, it, it almost seemed like the, the police just materialized out of nowhere. <laughs> like a video game. Like they just, they spawned. Um. I mean, but but in, all, in all honesty, if I was Terrence Howard in that situation, I'd be like, bro, what my money? Like, <laughs> I, 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 I've been the most patient person I could be. Like, I'm seeing, I'm seeing this bitch all on Madison Square Garden. You got a hundred thou. You got you gave me out here threatening to rip your girlfriend. Man, just pay me, man. Just, Damn, money, man. just pay me. I don't want to plan. I don't want to rape her, man. I just want the money, I man. Want, it kind of remind me of uh, the paranormal activity demon. Oh, that he wanted what was due to him. Yeah, he was just yeah. patient. He was like, you know, I'm just gonna sit down here in the closet, and um, whenever I'll y'all just knock every now and then, you just, know, you but, know. but but you, you owe me the child, right? Yeah, you you, you <laughs> promised. <You said, laughs> we had a thing, <laughs> and um, that's how Terrence Howard was like, just 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 pay me, man. You know? He didn't even he didn't even charge him no interest. Like, if I wanted to be an asshole about it, I was like, it's a hundred thousand dollars plus ten percent because yeah. we hadn't seen each other in a while, so it's a million now. But nah. Uh, the next one I had was uh, okay. The out al- there's still no album. Um, there was never an album, was it? But now she's about to play Madison Square Garden. Yeah, oh, she and, sold uh, that bitch out. <laughs> oh no, same two um, bootleg ass songs she had. Uh, <laughs> I said the the song with Eric Benet sounded like Loose Ends. Remember that band? Yeah, I do. I, I'm, I'm trying to remember how that song goes. I remember not particularly caring for it. Like I don't like that melody. Doesn't it does not fit this? 
Like that's an awful melody. It's really breathy. It's an awful. It's just it's. And partially SOS band. So again, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis don't, don't exist. exist in this universe. I mean, it's like it's one song of her singing, and then they just slapped a Jimmy Jam Terry Lewis beat in the background. Yeah. What makes me mad is like. You're Mariah Carey. You're one of the most successful artists in this, even at this point. Yes. One of the most successful artists of all time. You could not go out and find writers to write better she music. She writes everything. So she feels like she she wrote the best. Like, the, like I just cannot believe. <sighs> That's what makes it bad. It's not the acting. It's what you come here for. It's like, it's like, Beyonce and Jay-Z do a movie, right? And when Jay-Z, Jay-Z is not rapping in it and Beyonce mm-hmm. is not singing it, like, why am I here? I'm here for you to rap and yeah. sing. I'm not here for anything else. Well, I mean, I think that's what helped, at least in my opinion, with um, with 8 Mile. You know, oh, absolutely. Lose Yourself is a great song. Yeah. Oh, uh, and it, uh, it worked. It it just, I don't like. <sighs> and so, Eight Mile is. And that was one song. <laughs> eight, mile, eight Mile is trash. The only thing that makes Eight Mile good is the intersplicing, splicing, if that's a word, of random rap battles. Like, that's what made Eight Mile good. Like, the scene. So, it's, w- it's like M gets to show off his skills, and then you see him with. Oh, well, we know that's Exhibit, but then, like, Exhibit has his own, uh, that scene where they're, like, in front of the food truck or whatever. Yeah, like, everybody, mm-hmm. like, so, yeah. even when they outside, when they just bebopping outside, yeah. that was good, right? Even, or the fixing the car. That was yeah, good. yeah, yeah. All yeah. that stuff was yeah. interplayed. Like, we're watching this movie. It's still a coming-to-age story. We know it's a coming-to-age story, but the actors are weak. The strongest person we have oh, here Pfeiffer. is Mackay Pfeiffer and, um... Papa Doc wasn't too bad. Anthony Mackie wasn't too bad. That's before. He didn't speak in uh, he, He's He's just there. <laughs> he on that try-hard list. Yeah. <laughs> he on the try-hard list. Who else was? I'm trying to think. You had I mean, Brittany Murphy. the late Brittany Murphy. Yeah. Uh, Omar Miller. He played. Oh, okay, um, okay. I can't remember his character, but I know he's based on Bizarro. Wasn't Kim Basinger in that too? Kim Basinger played the mom. Yeah. yeah. She was a junkie. Um, <laughs> He was not kind to her. Anybody else? Oh, he had the dude from... um. Uh, I can't remember his name. I think his last name is Bird. He was in um, he was Wink. Oh wait, no, no, not wait. That's Michael Shannon. Okay, yeah, Michael Shannon's in this. Yeah, it's, I gotta, he was, he was been the he was the boyfriend. Time. He was the mom's boyfriend. There's some heavy hitters in this movie, man. Yeah, <laughs> but but what, what what's good about Eight Mile um is that even though these people were acting, they never strayed away from their strengths. Right. So everybody there was rapping beforehand. Like um, even Papa Doc's crew was just um, D12. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think when you're looking for a musical movie, you cannot do, you cannot um, you can distract yourself from the part that we come here to see. Yeah. Which is the music. Um, now, if we was if we just want to talk about bad movies, I ain't talk about this all day long. A bad music movie can be <laughs> what you're watching can be also so bad that it takes away from the music, i.e. cats. Right? So you watched that movie? I had to, man. I like to see a train wrecking happen and that was 
I will never watch that movie. That was true. I barely made it through this. But it the, took three but I mean, tries. But every the singing part was good. That's the only one of the movies that I see where the music is good. Mm-hmm. Like um, um, Jennifer Hudson singing mm-hmm. was good. Um, Jason Derulo, even though we have issues with Jason Derulo, was good, right? But then they in that cat outfit and it just looked weird, right? <laughs> um, this one is is different where the the parts where they're just acting is not bad. It's passable. And you give that a blind eye because you expect the music. And in Glitter, the music is awful. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the fact that these people can't sing. It's awful. Like, it seems lazy. Yeah. I will say the best song, I think you mentioned it, was the one she wrote herself, sitting at that Rhodes, the Rhodes oh, piano. The reflections. But then she doesn't sing that at the yeah. end. She sings the one that he, he was, wrote. Which well, isn't the one where, like, he's writing lyric. the melody and she was writing the lyrics? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which Par- she can like, music. That was the cheesiest thing Right, I had so, ever seen. So let's, let's so so they we at the part where she just finished um, meeting Terrence Howard. Um, he solicited her for either money or dick, right? <laughs> <laughs> ripping stance, <laughs> ripping stance, char, ripping stance. Um, <laughs> she, he, 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 she confronts him the next day, and she's mad at him for helping her out. She was like, "I just ran into." Um, forgot that dude's name. Terrence Howard. I don't know his name. Name the it was movie. His, it was his character's name. I don't even know. Uh, let's see. It was Timothy. I ran into Timothy. What is this? Hundred you keeping stuff from me? He was like, "Bitch, I was trying to help you." So I will say that, like, that's the. <laughs> she seemed pretty ungrateful at that point. I mean, I get it. Like, I didn't ask for your help. Okay, y- you want all this fame back? You wanna give it back? But then but then Dice um spliced in a little truth when he was running. Like Dice had bars, had snaps. Cause he was like, Well, all you can do is hit high notes. There's nothing mm. else you can I was like, If oh. it wasn't for me, you'd be waiting tables. I was like, oh. Oh. And hitting the high notes. I was like, oh, okay. Well. I was like, yikes, he's uh Yeah. Um a little bit of that Tommy Matola. So uh Okay, so after they, they break up and everything and she's doing this show. Where does she go when they break up, Grant? She goes back to her friends. Exactly. I don't think they paying her. I think this is child slavery. Mm-hmm. Like, she like, went right back to that rinky-dick apartment. Let me in. I Meow. brought the cat. The cat came out of nowhere. Please let me in um, with mittens. <laughs> and the cat so, looking like, please let her in. Cause I need oh, yeah, eat. so we forgot where, where uh, she... Where Dice beats up Timothy and he gets arrested, and she was about to do oh what yeah sounds like SNL yo that was that was clearly an SNL ripoff yes yeah. um I would have yeah. went and got him I would I would have done the show I mean <laughs> he, he ain't going nowhere yeah exactly yeah. he's in jail he ain't going anywhere <laughs> exactly go and ahead then, and do your show and, and like so you, it's you so it's really not... like she needed him. But what, what was weird about this? Because there were a couple of other scenes where, like, okay, she she clearly needs him, but the publicist is like, oh, you know, fuck that guy. Because <laughs> the, the thing is, is like, she could have done her show, get the hundred thousand dollars. I'm still fit stated on that because the hundred thousand dollars is not a lot. That should have been the easiest part of yeah, this whole equation. Got the money, and like he went to, he was in holding prison. So like, like. If they were sending yeah, him, yeah, like they walked out of a station. Yeah, if, yeah. They, if they were sending him the scene, scene with his chest out, I would be scared, right? <laughs> but he ain't going there, so I'm like, yeah, baby, while you were out there, Mama made some moves, paid off Timothy. We cool now. We cool we, now. We're safe. He got a new outfit. 
He was real happy because I think the reason why he wanted a hundred thousand dollars because he wanted a new coat. He got tired of that beige. So right? I'm trying to go to the store, hit up man's warehouse, get a new suit, <laughs> stop dressing like I'm from the thirties, <laughs> get you out know, of the zoot suit. <laughs> you know, you know, I've been I've been doing these earth colors for so long, baby. My next outfit's gonna be fuchsia, man. <laughs> um, so when we get to when she does the uh, the Madison Square Garden show. With no album. Yeah. Still, no album. That ticket said, still said 1983. This has all happened over a period of months. A couple months. Months. Yeah. Makes no sense at all. None. Uh, so I was trying to figure out how she headlighting Madison Square Garden with no album. In the 80s. In the 80s. In the 80s. Not the 90s, not the 2000s. I could see that now, maybe. Maybe if you had enough singles and enough hype, but headlining in the eighties when it's impossible is it's damn near impossible to create your own hype without a record label. Two singles, and we don't even know where they charted. No, nope. oh, no, no. She was we number. They were on the radio. No, no, no. She was number one with a bullet, and her album was number one with a rocket. That's what the radio man said. <laughs> and yeah. I, I was like, what the fuck did that even mean? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I was a bullet in the rocket. Um, so uh, he, so Dice um, heads out to the concert, and then he sees uh, oh, Timothy that was telegraphed. And uh, this is the third stage, which I call Murder Stance Howard. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like, look at man, I'm a man at the end of my rope. I can't keep. <laughs> so he walks. So he's like, he's like, hey. And, Dice walks right up to him to get in his face. Yeah. Terrence Howard puts the gun right in his chest. Pow. It's like, what did you think was going to happen? Well, also, I, th- I, I think it, I would understand. Like, if the dude came back, like, I whooped your ass with two punches. Had you hospitalized, I'm never giving you your money back. <laughs> he, he was overconfident. You posed, he got cocky, man. You, you posed no threats when he told him. He was like, oh, you want. Oh, See, mama that's why he walked right. He walked all the way right up to him in thinking, his face. You back for more? He was thinking, to the, oh, mama want a second helping, huh? He came in. He just popped him in the chest like, huh. He's like, he's a punk. He don't have a gun. Pulled out that gun. Uh, the great equalizer. That's why I don't have guns, man. It was, it was, it was weird. But it was totally telegraphed. Like oh, yeah. as he's walking us, I'm like, he's gonna shoot him. And it was like yep. they had like the they had like the lighting for the dark alley with mm-hmm. the single spotlight Cry, on it. Crime alley, yeah, the crime wings, alley. <laughs> the now, pretty pearls. And, 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 and Billy's gonna don a cape and a cow to avenge Dice's <laughs> death. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but spoiler alert for everyone: Dice is dead. It's Dice years is murdered. Later. Come on now, that'll be fine. <laughs> um. And no. then she finds out it's on the news. I guess it seemed like that was immediately. Like the, that was yeah. like the perfect time. Like record, adu- famous record producer Dice Pauls. He was famous. He couldn't get his man his money. <laughs> <laughs> he could. He couldn't even write more songs. And people, for Billy. people were supposed to know him. People supposed to know who he is. Yeah. And she just walks in at the right time. She was like, "Oh my God, he's dead." All right, I'm gonna see. I'm time song. to do the show. Yeah, <laughs> so she does the show anyway. Never tells them 
why she's singing this sad ass song. But and, here's the thing, though. So they were starting the show with because they tried to do that. There's an earlier scene where they tried to do the rehearsal in it. Yeah, the wasn't dance. Working. So they're doing the uh, Lover Boy. And they've been playing that song for who knows how long. They've been playing that Definite, song for like 20 yeah. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so she walks out there and they just stop. And she tells Hand them to stop. Up, stop. Stop. And then she starts singing something else. And the band which is, no one's heard before. And, and the band just falls right in line. And everybody instantly loves it. You know, I came here for my two songs. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to get a third. <laughs> what if that was the whole concert? <laughs> Those three you songs. should always love people because you never know when they're not going to be around. And I'm in the crowd. I'm like, what, Billy, what, what's happening? Are you, are you dying? Like, <laughs> no, no, it would have been better. Look, if you owe somebody some money. If you owe someone $100,000. <laughs> you might want to fucking pay them. Please pay them. People, or they'll shoot you in you the know, chest. You know, you know what's funny? Just so like, just to totally mess up this entire universe. Someone gets like a notification on their phone. <laughs> so <laughs> that so dice is dead. That's what got me because I'm like, okay, I had to put myself like, all right, this is in the 80s. No one knows what she's talking about. No, no one knows. No one dead. knows he is dead. She doesn't tell them. She just starts singing some sad song, and then later at home they're like, oh, she was like, that's why she was so sad. <laughs> one thing I've learned through all of this. Is that Reaganomics is bad for all of us. <laughs> and if, if you need some money. I was like, is Ronald Reagan dead? <laughs> Not yet. That one, that one was wrong with Timothy. Timothy was out here in that Reaganomics. He was like, look, bro, I need my money, okay? Uh, and who knows? Maybe also in this universe, if he didn't pay Silk, Silk was going to kill him. So he had to make it. Oh, y'all killing me. Oh uh, God! He's so like, look, man, I'm under down the end of my rope. I told Nino Brown I'm gonna give him his money. That's why I'm gonna need this hundred thousand dollars right here. So the uh, the deu the deu Deus ex machina of this whole thing is the letter Dice writes to Billy that gets to her dressing room that tells her, "Oh, we found your mom. She's over here." Yeah. Wait, well, here's the worst. And part. then she goes straight there right yeah, after in the a limo. show. In yeah. a limo. And she didn't pause, take a pee break, another. We gonna put a pin in that. She went to go find her mom, and she was like, I will, the woman was like, well, I can't help you. Obviously, she knew what her mama was. She just didn't like the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, look, some people just disappear. Get the fuck out of my face. I ain't, I ain't telling you. Now, we go meet the mom, and the mom got a house. So, obviously, she done paid some property taxes somewhere, right? <laughs> The mom, she got herself even, together and made some money. I yeah. didn't even recognize the mom. I was like, is this her? That would a perm do for you. Mom I was like, perm. she's not drunk and shouting, come up on stage, Billy. <laughs> come up on stage. It would have been so funny mama. if she hugged her and she was like, she whispered in the ear. So I was like, you got $10. <laughs> 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 they're like, they're like, what, mama? Like, you said you were sober. Yeah, I found better than sober. <laughs> you reek. I'm on that. I'm on that with your dad. I'm on. I'm on that with your daddy. Thought you were what? A white girl. Oh, <laughs> you know what's funny? Also, if when the mom oh, comes God. out of the house, the dad also comes out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that'd be. I was in an orphanage, and and the dad was like, baby, it. 
I love your mama. I don't like you. Oh, right? God. And she's was fixated on keeping you around. <laughs> right? And as soon as she left you, I was like, yes. No, it'd be funny. If, and then the dad come out and like more little mulatto kids come out. Like, <laughs> these are the children that we want to have. Okay. <laughs> They weren't always running around the house hitting high notes, <laughs> trying to sing and shit. These kids, look, your brother, your brother David here is an investment banker, right? <laughs> <laughs> and she's a tax attorney. So. <laughs> said, All right. So what do you do? What do you do? How'd you get here? I sold out Madison Square Garden. Sold out. Ma- what about an album? I don't have. But don't have an album. <laughs> I was like, no, oh, you put out an album? No. 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 Let me no. see your contract. I, well, how much? How much they pay you? I don't know. I know what? it's not a lot. Cause Billy died over hundred thousand dollars. I sing. <laughs> not well. What else? What else you do? <laughs> so yeah. So it ends with um, on a low note <laughs> with mom and Billy uh, walking off into the countryside. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and it's like this. What Billy doing for a follow up? <laughs> did she come out? Did it say there was no like? So Billy came out with her album and it hit number one, or it's called you know what, no, no, number one the rocket. What I'm, <laughs> what, I'm, what, I'm what I'm wondering what I'm wondering is the guy who drove over there, the limousine driver. Yeah, what a, he's like. So uh, you gonna have to pay me like I drove to Maryland. He's looking at his like, <laughs> like uh, my wife is waiting for me. Um, I have to take the kids to school. <laughs> it is Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so the movie ends like that. Um, I wanted to look at some some goose here that IMDb posted. Um, aside from the, you know, uh, the song I didn't mean to turn you on. Um, and Dice is on the cover of Spin magazine. And this was in 1983. But uh, Spin did not start until 1985. Mm. Okay. Uh uh, it's supposed to be set in the early 80s, but there are shots of people walking on the street with uh, modern cell phones. I saw that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, uh, when she sings, I didn't mean to turn you on in the rehearsal for the award show. The mic cord is wrapped around her hand and arm, and then it changes on the microphone stand in every shot. In every shot, it's in a different place. No, <laughs> you know what? IMDb is kind of petty. Well, these are other these are people submitting these. Oh, really? Yeah, people submit these, and this just goes to show like these people did not know what they were doing. Uh, it was set in New York City, but it was shot in Toronto, and there are clear Toronto landmarks. <laughs> is the CN Tower in this or something? Did yes. I mean, oh, Jesus! <laughs> they said the CN Tower and the Sky Dome are the background of oh, several shots. God. Yeah, it's, it's what's funny is like you, you're supposed to have a director, like consistency consultant directors and things like that, who like take note. Like you look at the dailies and like, okay, this is what we should do. It's like they shot the scenes like weeks apart. Like, how do we have the microphone? Shit, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how, like, okay, Greg. To end this, yeah. What's the budget? What did it bring home? Eh. Uh, let's see. You can get that from Wikipedia. Uh, glitter. She had that glitter on her right arm, here. too. Uh, moving. Just a second. I'm trying to pull it up here. I think I got it. Let's okay. see. 5.3 million? Wait. To, to make? 
No, 22 no, to make. 22 to make. 5.3 take uh, by the box office. 22 million to make. Yeah. Damn. You know what's really cra- even crazier? And this is going to be dark. This came out September 21st, 2001. As if we weren't going through enough. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't push this back. Like, you know, do we really need another tragedy? (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, 9 11 happened. Oh, the soundtrack was released on September 11th. Oh, Jesus. It'd be funny funny if the guys were like, you know what? America, I, I think I'm changing my mind. (laughs) <laughs> America has done enough, and their penance <laughs> will be handled by I mean, Allah. But that was already planned. Hold on, be handled by Allah. And the guy was like, "I need you to listen to this soundtrack. <laughs> burn the infidels! <laughs> How dare you do that to Terry Lewis? <laughs> I'm a ride carry, y'all. Let me stop." <laughs> It's so bad. Um, somehow the soundtrack <laughs> sold three million copies. Because Mariah, everything Mariah because Carey touched Mariah. to gold, except for this movie, apparently. <laughs> that was back when people were still feeling Mariah Carey. What album came out around this time? Butterfly was right before that. Yeah. yeah. And then um, after that was um, Rainbow was after that. Yeah. I think Butterfly was the highest one, wasn't it? I don't know. Rain- Rainbow was before. Rainbow was before? And then after Glitters, then it was the greatest hits, and then Charm Bracelet. <laughs> Charm Bracelet, yeah. That didn't do very well. No. The name sounds awful. Because she didn't really have her comeback until the emancipation of Mimi. Yep. And I was like, who the hell is Mimi? Is that her nickname or something? That's, that's, that's Ben. That's Ben. <laughs> 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 emancipation of Mimi. Oh, oh, okay. So hold on, hold on. So at the 22nd Golden Raspberry Awards, a.k.a. the Razzies, it won Worst Actress Mariah Carey. Get, you know, hey, I didn't think that she got um, recognized for her performance, but it sounds like she did. <clears throat> Vondi Curtis Hall was nominated for Worst Director. Max Beasley, who was Dice, was nominated for Worst Actor. What does Matt Beasley do now, um, Greg? I know he work at Target. No, he's in some stuff. Like, he's in some episodes of Suits. He's, he's actually been working. Really? Yeah. 20th Century Fox got nominated for Worst Picture. Worst screen couple, Mariah Carey's cleavage. Yeah, her titties were doing the most. At some points, Razzie just starts hating. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Worst screenplay. What's the stinkers? I never heard the stinkers before. No, That's I haven't. <clears throat> but yeah, the it won worst pick. It was not for worst picture. It won worst actress. It won worst song for Lover Boy. And worst on screen couple for Mariah and Max Beasley. Pearl Harbor was nominated that year. That was a big, apparently this is a, Freddie Got Fingered won for Worst Picture. <clears throat> Driven, Glitter, Pearl Harbor, and 3,000 Miles to Graceland. I've never seen Driven. Yeah, I've never seen some of these. Oh, Sylvester Stallone. Okay, I know what that is. <clears throat> so, um, so Terrence Howard completely unscathed from this film. Oh, yeah, yeah he made it, man. Got with Taraji. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I have nothing else to add. Okay, guys. This has been enjoyable. Don't watch this movie. <clears throat> oh, no, if you want a good laugh. Yeah, I mean, if you Not want to. Not even for a go good laugh, it, man. You know. Make it a drinking game. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs>